Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. I am your host. I've been wanting to do a forecast episode for some time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And to be honest, I haven't done any podcasting on any of our astrology, spirituality stuff in a little while. Yes, yes. So, you know, first is first. Let me say that it is Pisces season. And I've noticed that all, all of my Pisces friends are all coming back into my life. It was like all of a sudden they all like gave me my space. And then all of a sudden, all at the same time, right before Aquarius season end, my Pisces friends, all the Pisces, men that I know, sorry, hit me up all at the same time. And it just comes to show that I cannot escape from Pisces. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Well, how hard I try. You know, it all goes back to you be careful what you wish for, my friend, type of vibe. Yep. You know, I, I do got my head goes with Pisces because I was chuckling with a Leo friend. And Leos, you know, they're, they're more straightforward. They're more upfront. Not so much of the illusory, the the illusory like uh, Pisces are known for. And what I was chuckling with my Leo friend, because I noticed, I noticed, back back to Leo, all right? I noticed that Libra and Leo really gets along. My Libra energy <coughs> attracts a lot of Leos. And um, really, it's Leo men. They, they really... I guess something about my son either being afflicted and really weak that really attracts him or my son is extraordinary and unique and it just attracts Leo energy even even in um like strange places, places I've never been. I guess sit next to a Leo and a Leo will just start talking to me. It's just I just got that energy that that would like cause that traditional celestial placement to feel right at home. So back to Pisces. What I do notice is Pisces, they don't like traveling alone. It's not one fish, it's two fish. Pisces would be the type that will ask you to come with them somewhere. However, they're meeting somebody else. And who are they with? It doesn't even have to be with that person. Who are they with? And I just got like a little frustrated, a little mad. I'm just like, yo, why do Pisces do that? Like, as a Libra, <laughs> we all about like partnership and harmony and cohesion, right? If I'm coming with you or if I'm meeting you at the spot, I'm with you when we get to the spot. Pisces, they could separate that into three different things. They ask you to come, I mean, come out with them 
they meeting somebody else and they with somebody else or they with they not with me but they came with me that's that pisces right there they they don't feel comfortable being alone in a lot of things probably just about everything <clears throat> also probably what attracts libra and pisces together is because libra got that not wanting to be alone and pisces is the same way all right so let's go on to i, I hope i'm still recording i'll be pissed off if i wasn't all right we're going to be looking at astrology looking at our forecast i've done one in the past and I've reached so far into the future that I reached a right, right about this time, if not probably even all the way down into the summer or the fall of this year. And that was last year's episode. You know, I was, I got the um, this app where I could just keep traveling into the future, farther and farther into the future. So here it is. <coughs> it is Pisces season. Yes, we're coming towards the end of February. Yes. Um, and our March. Um, March. Uh-huh. Our March equinox is going to hit right around March the 20th. It's going to be in three weeks. And our first quarter moon will be in the next two days. Right now we're in the 23% waxing. We're in the waxing crescent, actually. And this is my birth moon. How ironic how I'm getting started on my birth moon waxing crescent. You know, and it's just really ironic. To some people, new moon is where things get started. Depending on when you were born with that moon sign, or the moon face, I should say. Depends on what is new, beginning, and accomplished to you. For me, it doesn't start on the new moon. It starts on waxing crescent. How ironic. All right. <clears throat> so our, new, our quarter moon is going to be in the next two days. That'll be Monday, February the 27th. All right. Right now, I am having a north node. Um... I guess, um, um, return <coughs> my new, my new moon was four days ago. And then my second new moon would be in the next 25 days. Mm-hmm. Right now we have no planets retrograde. That's good. That's good. Good, good, good. Um, 
Guys, I do want to see if I could just play a little tune in the... Okay, so apparently I can't. We're just going to um, keep it moving, all right? <clears throat> so my lunar return would be on March the 14th. My lunar return would be March the 14th. I'll be in next time. I'll be in position. I'll be in two weeks. And my solar return will hit on a Monday in 34 weeks. Let's see. Um, let's see the summary. So today, the moon will be exalted in Taurus at uh, 3.29 a.m. So that's not going to come until like later, later. The moon is going to... We're going to have a great time tonight. Today's my friend's birthday. Big Pisces season, right? And, um, yeah, I think we're going to go out tonight. So how fitting on a Taurus moon. And around, uh, let's see. Then on Sunday, on the 26th, the moon will go on the Gemini. I believe that's my homie's birthday's moon sign. At first, I thought his moon sign was Leo Moon, but actually that was his Black Lilith. So it just makes me think, like, like what the heck? Do I be seeing people's Black Lilith placements? And... Most probably do. How I caught that. It was this black moon. You know, there's something very special and powerful about my black moon, Lilith. But uh, we'll go over that another time. Then Monday, February the 27th, we have our moon first quarter. And in the next 10 days, that'll be on a Tuesday, February the 28th, the moon will go into Cancer. That's somewhat of a little... Pseudo NATO placement for me. On uh, March the 2nd, Venus is going to conjunct Jupiter, which is going to be dissonant, dissonant. Not like in harmony when Venus was conjunct Neptune. That was excellent. Spiritual power out the gazoo, creative power out the gazoo. This Venus conjunct Jupiter, that's a bit of a dissonance, you know, because Venus is not the all mother, but the wife, the sister, the female counterpart of Mars. <clears throat> you know, the moon is the mother and Jupiter is the father. The sun isn't the father. The sun is the king. Mercury going to conjunct Saturn, which will be a difficult placement. 
So, so yeah, March, March. Oh my goodness. Matter of fact, March is going to be rough for a lot of people. Oh man. Yeah. March, 2023. This is the month we have been waiting for far as, um, difficulties and anything bad swift coming out. Yeah. Then Mercury is going to hit Pisces. Boom. There goes another reason why March is just going to be so rough because Mercury is in its detriment in Pisces. Why? Because we're talking about the mist. We're talking about the undescribable. Mercury is the describable. Mercury is collaborative connection. How can you connect to the unconnectable, the unreachable, beyond limitations? Finds it very difficult. Nerve wracking. How can you describe the undescribable? Yep, that will happen on Thursday, March the 2nd. So right off the gate in March, March is going to be rough. Rough. Right on that second day, we're going to have like three planets conjuncting other planets. I'm going and planets going into signs that is not uh, adhesive. The Friday, March the 3rd. The moon will hit Leo, giving intensity. Back when uh, the moon hit Leo, I believe that was around the end of January. It was intense. I mean, mind splitting intensity. And I've heard people of some other expression. When the moon hit Aquarius, that was rough for them. And when the moon hit Aquarius, for me, that was a bit easy. When the moon hit Leo again, oh man. Why? Because my moon is in a detriment place. I got bad moon placement. I got bad sun placement. And when them joints is out of whack, I'm out of whack. All right. And then on Sunday, March the 5th, the moon will hit Virgo. Not bad. All right. Maybe for some other people, that would be terrible. Um, the sun is going to sextile Uranus, which is good. We might have some relief on March the 3rd. All right. Now, for me, what happened in the last is I did just celebrate a solar lunar arc, so... Bing, bing, bing. No wonder I'm like, I'm doing something new. The day after that little art, right? Me doing podcasting. The moon was in Aries. Uh, that was February the 22nd. And I do know, well, matter of fact, what I find myself is being attracted to and attracting Aries moon women. And my Aries moon women in my life, they were happy and busy and doing all buzz. You know, Aries moon is the, that's not my problem. I don't care. I don't care. Therefore, that's not my problem. That's not my worries. Your problems are your problems. I have no concern. Or I don't even, 
don't even recognize or acknowledge your problems. You know, they would see your problems as, all right, this is what I would do in your position. Just do this. Just do that. You know, that's like Aries Boo. Aries Boo could be very independent and very nonchalant about other people. And it's not like, you know, ignorant or naive. It's really of a, I'm really, I really like they, it just, they, Aries will find it hard for them to actually act like they care about other people. These Aries moon people also got a temper on them. They could be the like mumbling under the breath type, angry, you know, Aries mood, they're a fighter, <laughs> you know, the world famous Aries moon versus Leo moon, you know, and Aries moon is, they're going to beat the Leo moon because Leo is pride, you know, they, you know, Leo, when they pride is hurt, they, that's another win for the battle, you know, so... Leo Moon wants to take Aries Moon's, like, that that individualized, I don't care. I'm not even focused on you, power. Focus on me. I want that power that you got, you know, and it's, a, it's, it's unique. It's unique, I would say, all right? So, <clears throat> let's look at some world events in the near future. Yep, moon hits cancer. Now be around what Tuesday. That's four days into the future, and then the moon hits Leo. That'll be seven days into the future, and then the moon hits uh, Virgo. That'll be ten days into the future. Mercury hits Pisces. Yep. That'll be approximately six days into the future. You know, that'll be difficult. And Venus is already on its way to hitting um, Jupiter. And that'll be approximately six days into the future. So what I'm seeing on this little chart is in the next... Five to six days from now, we're going to have that boom shift. Mercury is also going to be um, conjuncting Saturn. And that's a difficult place. That's a difficult place. Yep. <clears throat> that Mercury, that Mercury is really going to suffer in Pisces and in Saturn in the next uh, five days, which is terrible, terrible news. Mercury is our problem solving, our logic, you know, and the reasoning for people's, you know, day to day actions and the interactions is going to be a bit chaotic in the next couple of days. Yeah, Mercury and Mars, they were trying. 
And they reached their peak just two days ago, right? So, yeah, um, that was a that was a good place, you know, very comfortable. I was, you know. But we're leaving that, and Mercury is going to start, you know, having some rough times now. We're going to completely leave that aura, you know, in the next four to five days, yeah. Well, what is something, um, the Sun and Mercury going to be conjunct around, um, in the next eight to nine days. So after that little brief, especially that Mercury and Pisces section, as soon as Mercury leaves Pisces, it's going to be just a little bit better because Mercury and the Sun will, will finally unite in their the closer Mercury is to the sun, the closer your logic and your ego and your self-expression is in line with who you are. So there's going to be a shakeup and then things are going to get a little better. However, the sun will be conjuncting Neptune and that's a detriment. So the, the madness hasn't end yet for us. Looks like I'm going to have a unique moment coming up. Yep, tonight with my friend's birthday. It's that cusp season. And during that cusp season, I noticed that me being a cusp, I do resonate and find myself really good friends with a lot of cusp people. A lot of cusp people, like, really, really uh, reach out to me. And I, I'm noticing, oh, there's something, you know, very unique about this person it's like oh you're a cusp just like me <clears throat> that aquarius pisces cusp really is like a really good home domain for me because that type of person really sticks it through really reaches out to me and really wants and involves me in in some things they really do sense that Aquarius Pisces energy in me, even though they are of Aquarius, you know. Yeah. Um, Mercury and the moon, I guess they're going to have a, with my logic and my intuition is, um, yeah, no wonder I'm doing astrology right now because I'm about to hit a peak right there. I'm going to do some other, um, for instance, charts, and I'm going to let you know if you have these placements or resonate. So I'm not so much of doing my point of view interpretation of the future, but also to somewhat include you, you know. So we're looking at the chart right now, and we have 
some sextiles happening with our midheaven and our Pluto involving our Neptune power towards the illusory imaginary and Pluto is in Capricorn got Mercury and Aquarius not bad it's a good placement and we got Saturn that's comfortable in Aquarius and it's coming towards just like Pluto those last degrees right so Pluto's at 29 degrees it is peak power before it switches to Aquarius and that would be a monumentous power I mean Capricorn is um, material power material king the king of the earth Capricorns like other earth signs especially Capricorn made out of money everybody likes money everybody wants money there's nothing wrong with that right and Saturn and it's not retrograde but if Saturn was retrograde in Aquarius that would be awesome that would be great. That would be a good place because Saturn is not as usual dark, you know, dignified self in Capricorn. Saturn in Aquarius, if you notice, is more productive and more open, humanitarian. And if Saturn was retrograde, it would reverse that limitation, the boundaries. You would reverse time, you know? In that productive, little more than being at home, Aquarius. That that's beautiful. That is beautiful. You know, we we'll, we'll see in the future, right? Um, Neptune's at twenty four degrees. Strong uh, intuition placement. Then you have Venus in Aries. Hot, hot, hot love right there. But also stable. It really is stable right there. More stable than Venus and Libra. Because Venus and Libra blows here and there. It's spreading its love everywhere. Mars love is direct. <laughs> you know? Libra will just be all over the place. Libra will be so much into the idea of love. It doesn't even get a chance to love. And then when it does love, you know, because of its airness, it's not. What it is, it's too much of a logical, illusory thing, you know? <clears throat> the illusion, Libra, right? I know two people, a lot of people, they just naturally attract to me because my Jupiter is in Leo. This season, Jupiter is in Aries, and these people with these Jupiters and Aries been... You know, congregating around my, my Leo, that leader, Jupiter placement. And this is a time for their Jupiter return. And they are having a great time. They really are expanding. I've seen them literally evolve right in front of me. And I'm like so honored. They still keeping me around because my Jupiter is a long way from returning. A long way, right? <laughs> I'm all the way in Leo. But it is still a fire sign and they're still 
some uh, connections, still good things happening in between me and my friends. Right? The moon is in Taurus. Very strong intuition along with that Neptune right there, 24 degrees. Boom. Pluto. Boom. 2090. I tell you guys, we got a lot of good power going on. Good power, good power. Right? Usual, you know, Neptune and Taurus, right? And Mars and Gemini, my natal placement. A lot of people are getting into arguments and all these conspiracies and all that. This is my natural placement. I am running on a fever high. And people are coming up to me and having all these conversations. A lot of people have been calling me calling me like crazy and i'm doing my usual libra thing right i will come around to it <laughs> when i get to it i'll be there however a lot of other people they cannot take all these thoughts i mean i even had a virgo libra friend storm off cut everybody off just snap because mars and gemini is madness. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to that madness. Oh, yes. And if you look at my sidereal chart, the madness doesn't end yet. Matter of fact, back when Mars was retrograde, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I'm happy that Mars left retrograde because then all of a sudden I was able to love again. You know, and I I fell deadly in love as soon as Mars left retrograde and is still in my name, you know. So I'm still working on my love things going on, right? I'm a male, and Mars is representative sex, and that's, you know, what got me like, oh, you know. Other than that, I'm pretty chill, laid back about love. Black Moon Love is in Leo. So talk about ego trip. Ego trip. A lot of people going through ego trips. But if you tune into your psychic abilities, your intuition, your astrological abilities, you would be able to perform some good rituals, some good ceremonies and magic tricks. As, as I am currently performing a magic trick. It's a long-term magic trick. This magic trick will take years and years for it to be fulfilled. <clears throat> All right. Let's start jumping into the future. Um, let's keep an eye on the sun. All right. Let's see what happens with the sun once we get into the far future. Let's see where everything is when the sun hits 29 degrees. That'll be on March the 20th. Oh, here it is, March the 20th. Neptune, the sun, and the moon all will be in Pisces. That would be a beautiful day for y'all. If you want to manifest psychic abilities, your, your, your intuitions, do it in the next three weeks, March the 20th. And if you're part of that Jupiter return, Jupiter will still be in Aries. And talk about intelligence, practicality. Mercury will be out of Pisces and into Aries. And 
when you talk about intelligence, we're talking about Einstein level intelligence, Mercury in Aries. You know, natural Mercury in the first house. Energy. Venus will be at home in Taurus. What a beautiful day. Uh, the 20th will be. It will be a beautiful day for manifesting because Pluto will still be at 29 degrees. Right? Black moon love will still be in Leo. That Gemini and Mars will still be there for you if you thrive off of that chaotic energy and thinking and moving. You could be standing still, sitting still, and your mind will be restless. Exercise the mind. All right, let's keep jumping into the far future. Um, this time, let's pay attention to um, Mercury. Mercury right now is in a strong, fiery placement in Aries. Um, ah, let's see when Mercury hits Taurus. Because that would be productive time, business time, making money. And let's see how the business world will be. All right. So Mercury hit 29 degrees in Aries peak, peak power. That would be April the 3rd, April the 3rd peak intellectual power because Pluto will be zero degrees. Mind shift. Boom. Power shift. Boom. Right there. Right there. Neptune will still be in Pisces. The sun will be in Aries. The sun will be exalted will be exalted Jupiter will be conjuncting with the sun will be exalted oh that would be great April the 4th Pluto zero degrees in Aquarius power change and Venus will still be in Taurus but but here's the bad news, guys. I have to report Mars will officially be in its detriment. <clears throat> yes, in cancer. So let's rewind the clock and really keep an eye on Mars. All right. Boom, 29 degrees, March the 24th. Four weeks from now. Right? Pluto, zero degrees. Saturn, one degrees in Pisces, leaving Aquarius. So we got, we got, we got, we got a crazy, a crazy power shift. All right? So let's rewind the clock just a little bit more, actually. All right? Even before Saturn reached Aquarius, I mean Pisces, so y'all would know exactly. All right? 29 degrees Pluto, right? That'll be on the 19th of, of March. 19th of March would be the very last day for y'all to manifest this awesome, awesome power before we have total, like, almost detrimental slash crazy shift. The 19th of March will be the last day of this old, not even old, because we haven't even reached this, this, uh, this section yet, right? Right, so Pluto 
will be in its last place in Capricorn 29 degrees. The moon will be in its last place in Aquarius, right? Being different. You know, channeling that outer star into within. And Saturn, uh-oh, let me, let me take it back one more time, all right? Because that's technically not it, actually. I'm trying to get it right before Saturn hits Pisces. What would that technical last day be? Because Saturn is going to be zero degrees in Pisces for a brick. All right, here it is. March the 6th. March the 6th. Pluto will still be at 29 degrees. Saturn will be at 29 degrees. But Mercury will still be in Pisces, right? Would be difficulties with the... Um, with trying to make your intuition into a logical manifestation. Venus will still be in Aries. So your partnerships will still be direct. You're just going to have to really rely on somebody else that has a clear intuition in you, practicality than you. Because remember, Pisces isn't that practical. It takes a spirituality and makes it practical. However, um, spirituality is not practical. So that process, somewhere along the line, you know, earth signs... And air signs will not really jive and vibe and really understand. It'll, it'll find it very hard to ether that spirituality into practicality. However, March the 3rd would be the last of really some, some practical things that are happening. Because Mars will still be in Gemini also. And the moon... Will be in Virgo. So that is practical. Very practical things, right? It's just one little Mercury that's like, you know. All right. And then the magic shift happens, starting with Saturn, <coughs> zero degrees. But as time goes along, we're going to keep an eye on, on Mars because that's the next one. That, that you're going to want to look out for. All right. Because here it is. Mercury is... This is the 18th. Mercury is, will still be in Pisces, right? But Venus will be in Taurus. That'll be home. That'll be a good shift. You know, mostly. And then, boom, right there. Zero degrees... My Mercury is at zero degrees. So this would be a good day for me. Um, March the 19th. March the 19th. Pluto will still have maximum power at 29 degrees. The, the moon will have maximum power at 29 degrees in Aquarius. Saturn will hit Pisces. Power shift. Although Mercury will finally hit Aries, zero degrees, finally, out of this detriment, back on the progress. Venus would be at home in Taurus, which is good. 
Mars will still be in Gemini. All right. If you thrive off that Mars and Gemini energy, we're looking at Mars. All right. 29 degrees. Mars is at 29 degrees in Gemini on the 23rd, right? But boom, look at Pluto, zero degrees. And this Pluto in Mars energy is a driving point that I'm, that I'm noticing. There's some synchronicity where that the Pluto is like a degree ahead of Mars. <clears throat> in an almost almost it's almost opposition and that's 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 the grind right there if it was direct opposition the power would be parallel transferred and it it can be balanced and switched right but with it being like that really is causing a slight delay in results in action. The sun will be in Aries, exalted. Mercury on the 23rd will be in Aries, right? With Jupiter and with the moon, a lot of Aries energy Fired up to the 23rd. What a magical day, right? On the 23rd, 23rd. Remember those days, the 23rd, right? And Venus will be at home in Taurus. And then we have one more day on the 24th with the Mars energy in Gemini. And then boom, detriment time. Now, this is on the 25th of March. Very, very unique. Both Pluto and Mars will be in zero degrees. So remember when I said that action meets results. There was a delay. There was some dissonance. Now that will be in lockstep. So be careful with what y'all are manifesting between the 23rd to 24th, because on that 25th, things will come true. It will come into fruition. All right. Um, what else can we look forward to? The Mars and the Moon conjuncting in cancer mars will be one degree and the moon will be two degrees that'll be on the 28th all right mars and the moon mars and the moon what what i tell you about mars moon it's it's hard for it to think of something other than itself. And the moon supports the Mars and its individuality. <clears throat> the Mars is a detriment. And the moon has, even though it's at home, a lot of dark things happen with the moon. 
in cancer at home in cancer so the 28th could be a dreadful day for some folks if you're like me and you're you got mars energy that oppositions the moon this will be of a harmony of finally coming together usually these these energies in me would be balanced, but now they've become together. That could be chaotic for me also, you know. But it all depends on the preparation coming up to these events, guys. March. Boy, March is it's a doozy. I, I can see why people are, like, kind of scared of March coming up, right? Um... Yeah, the 28th and the 29th. That moon and Mars would would they they would be crossing each other. Yep. Alright, um <clears throat> we're like five weeks into the future. Let's see when um Ah, let's see when Neptune hits twenty nine degrees. So we're going to go really far into the future because Neptune is so slow moving. There's some planets that are going to be going retrograde. So, we might as well go over that and then uh, wrap up the episode. Because I went so far into the future, I was about to go a year into the future. Alright. So, um, it's looking like Pluto... Yep, will be the first planet to hit retrograde. While it's in that zero degrees in Aquarius... Talk about power shift, y'all. Talk about a power shift. Okay. So when exactly? Okay, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. May the second. So on May the first, we're looking at Pluto zero degrees. Neptune will still be in Pisces, obviously, right? Jupiter will still be in Aries. Back when, March the 1st, this is nine weeks into the future, the sun will be in Taurus. Mercury will actually be retrograde. So, oh, let's keep rewinding back before Mercury was retrograde, before we start these retrogrades. All right. April the 20th. Uh, We already went over Pluto, right? Neptune, we already went over. Saturn, we already know. That would be on Pisces. But, bing, 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 on the 20th. The sun will be zero degrees in Taurus. And the moon will be in Taurus. And Mercury will be in Taurus. Good. Not bad, actually, I would say. Would be a good power shift in making business moves. Venus will be in Gemini, a lovely placement, as Gemini does well cooperation. 
and Venus wants harmony. So that's a productive placement for love right there. As we all know, Mars will be in its detriment. Right? In Cancer. Womp womp. Then on the 21st, Mercury will go retrograde in Taurus. So rethinking those uh, business things, those strategic things you've been planning, those things you've been wanting to complete. Don't be surprised if some unraveling starts happening. All right. Planets are still somewhat in the same place that we remember. And we will fast forward to when Mercury and then Pluto will retrograde, which will be interesting. There, there we go. On the 3rd of May, Pluto reach retrograde. Now, what's new under the sun is uh, the moon will be in Libra. Which will be a time of balance. You must balance yourself. You must you must hesitate. Yes, hesitate. Because some people interpret Libra's decision-making as hesitation. However, when you make that decision and it is right, it will be as if Rome was born. Which it is rumor. Rome... Even though it's a Mars-guided and led patron nation city, was born, was conceived. Its first official independent day was under a Libra moon. How ironic. But also how fitting. Not anything inappropriate. We are like nine weeks and five days into the future. So, you know, not very much uh, Romulus and Remus thing. However, um, because, you know, that Mars is going to be retrograde. I mean, in detriment in Cancer. So it's going to be difficult, difficult for you to open up into. Use action because, oh, man, do I know cancer, right? Man, I'm in love with a cancer woman. And it's, and she's an Aries moon. Oh, my goodness. Like, difficult. Difficult. This is, this is difficult right here. This is difficult. So it's going to be a little rough. It's going to be a little tough on March the 3rd. And we got some more plans that are going to be hitting retrograde, so let's keep going into the future. We are 10 weeks into the future. Will Mercury stop retrograding by the time these other planets hit retrograde? Let's see. Bingo! It does. 14th will be the last day Mercury will be in retrograde. Right? The moon will be in Pisces again. Along with Neptune. Manifest that energy. So it could go right into action. Because guess what? Jupiter is at 29 degrees. Peak energy in Aries for a lot of my friends around me. I got that Jupiter return going on. So I'm going to keep an eye on them. Venus will be in Cancer. Not bad. Not bad. Not a detriment. Because, ooh, ooh, 
guess who's going to be conjuncting each other? Venus and Mars. And yes, they don't get along. And yes, Mars is in a bad, weak place right there in Cancer. So look for some conflict. Boy, girl, relationships, different ideology, different approaches, relationships. Then on that 15th, Mercury leaves that retrograde. And the moon will hit Aries. Boom. Strong fighter energy. The, the warrior is in tune with himself to go to battle, to go to war. Right? However, what's wrong with the warrior? They're all emotionally clamped up in cancer. Yeah. Very unfortunate. All right, let's keep going into the future. Because you're going to have to look forward to when the Mars finally leaves at 29 degrees in cancer. Right? Peak frustration energy. With Venus right there harassing it, going into that Leo moon, oh my goodness, we're talking about an explosion of energies is going to be happening. That moon would be in its detriment in Capricorn. No, 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 not Capricorn. It, it won't be, actually. Moon will be peaking. will be peaking in Taurus along with the sun, along with Mercury. But zero degrees of Jupiter in Taurus. Jupiter was just fired up. Starting new things. Blossoming. Growing. I know some Jupiter. Aries people around me that are making steps. Now Jupiter would slow down and get technical. Or harden up. With, um, would get more steady because Aries with Jupiter. It was spontaneous. Oh yeah. But now Jupiter will, will slow down. Jupiter will get more methodical. Yep. Neptune and Saturn is still being Pisces. Right? But, I mean, look forward to this Venus, Mars, and Black Moon Lilith in Leo. Battle Royale coming up. <laughs> Boom. Zero degrees, Mars and Leo. We're talking about somebody could get murdered. Oh, yeah. And that'll be on the 21st. All right. So that 20th and then the 21st. Look for turning on the news and somebody getting murdered. <laughs> this sun will be one degrees into Gemini. Gemini madness. Murder. With the lead. Oh, man. We're going to be looking at so much madness and chaos. Oh, my goodness. With the Pluto retrograde. Zero degrees in the lead. Whoop, 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 boom. And business as usual. Mercury in Taurus. So look forward to that type of propaganda, you know. <laughs> and then the moon hits Cancer. High emotions on the 22nd. High, high emotions. We're talking about, I can't stand you. Because the emotional feeling is just so intense. With the moon in Cancer, when the moon is at home, that moon in fourth house energy type vibe. Chaos. We're looking. F 2023 is going to be filled with so much chaos, guys. So much energetic energy. 
that's going to be pushing all of these agendas and it's 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 shaping up to be the perfect storm on the 23rd of May, right? Venus and the moon conjuncting in Cancer with the Mars and Leo and it's going to be with Lilith. Oh man, so eventful on the 23rd of May. <clears throat> We're going to be looking at a Leo Stelio. Let's see what day that would be. Because we're 13 weeks into the future. Ah, but here, here's a caveat. The moon will hightail it out of there before Venus comes. Thank goodness, right? Because this is also my natal placement. When that moon and black moon Lilith conjuncts in the same sign. And I'll be on the 24th of May. So... I'm going to be going through my craziness and even some fulfillment coming into my life around that time. I could see 24th on the 25th of May. And then pew, the moon is like, I'm out of here. I'm going into Virgo. That slow train wreck of a ride. Venus is coming into Leo. Leo is a showdown. We're looking at, I don't know, like. World War Three about to happen because Venus and Mars been at next with each other. They, Venus versus Mars war, planetary war, has been raged ever since last year, and maybe even the prequel for that war the year before that. Definitely last year, Venus versus Mars, as y'all saw with Russia versus the Ukraine type of vibe, right? So look forward to that dissonance of the male-female energy because it peaks June the 4th. Oh my goodness! That's um, somebody who I really like's birthday is going to be right there. Boom! With all of that energy of the, of the, of the love of the male expression and the Lilith right there all in Leo. Craziness June is going to be hot. The sun will be in Gemini. Gemini madness. Mercury is still being Taurus. Business as usual. Bullshit, right? <laughs> right? And the moon would then, yet again, because I'm about to take it back to the 24th, will be, oh, no, very special, right? On her birthday. The moon will be in my natal placement. And that'll be before Venus and all that. Crazy stuff happens. And then, boom, on the 20th, right after Independence Day. Because she was born on Independence There's no way for me to forget her birthday. Then the moon will be in its detriment and craziness happens. June the 5th. All this craziness. All this because the moon detriment, black moon Lilith in Leo with the Mars and with Venus, they are going <clears> to, <throat> we're, we're looking at a warm conflict because guess where the sun is at on June the 5th? It's in Gemini, Gemini madness. When the sun is in an air sign, we're looking at madness. Um, 
the lack of stability when sun hits an air sign. This is not good because, you know, like when the sun hits Libra, it's in its detriment. It's not good. It's not focused on itself. It's focused on other people. And this Gemini is going to be very distracting, not focused. Man. So, guys, I'm going to go until the Leo, Lilith, Mars, Venus, Madness ends. Because it's going to go on all throughout June, it looks like. Please, somebody, oh, <clears throat> um, that Wheel of Fortune is going to hit on the 16th, you know, some revelations, but that the war, the madness, it, it is not going to end. It's peaking on the 19th of June. And then... Guess who comes in the door to wreak madness again? The moon coming from Cancer into on the 21st of June. All four of them are going to be in Leo, duking it out. Just absolute chaos. So we're looking at more wars, conflicts in the world. Because June the 21st, the sun will still be in Gemini. Mercury will be in Gemini. So, not business as usual, but almost like we're going to be very, very distracted. We're going to be very, it's going to be very, very hard for us to um, really focus and... To not be so emotionally... A lot of emotions is going to be. And Saturn is going to be retrograde. Saturn, right before it retrogrades, is going to be on the 17th. And then on that 18th. Madness, madness, madness. Oh, my goodness. June the 18th. Meh. You know, because it's already madness with the sun in Gemini. The moon in Cancer. That's madness, right? Venus conjuncting Mars in Leo with Lilith. Madness. And Saturn is just going to... Okay. Let's release the madness. Let's release the madness. Let's, the madness that was just built up and pent, like, pressured. Is now going to be... Released on the 18th. Well, so when will the Le um, Leo, 